Hey guys, this is Matt Cross, and you are listening to the City Wrestling Radio Podcast. It can't be both radio and a podcast, but with you, yes it can. What's going on everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this... Well, this is Smack It, our SmackDown Live recap and review show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, chilling in the Diamond Studio, so fresh and so clean and so pristine with my co-host of the day, my main roster mate, taking over for Gabriel Morningstar today. Jose Osegada here. How's everybody doing? How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you today, sir? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, You know, we have you in today. Gabriel Morningstar is, he is unfortunately out this week. He's on the DL, not in the DL, but... On, wait, on the DL? He's on the DL. Yeah, oh, that's on the DL either way, down low or disabled list, right? It's still yeah. on. It's yeah, still you're on, the on the DL. Yeah. Sorry, Gabriel, you're still on the DL. Um, disabled list this week. He's out with uh, his sniffles. A little bit of a virus. I don't know. Sniffles. Sniffles. And he's sniffles. He's hurting. He's hurting right now. He's got a kid. You know what it's like having a kid. Oh, I got two. They just bring germs home. They're petri dish. That's why I stay away from children. Every time I go to the gym, it's like I see like the little swim classes. I'm just like, I put the towel around my face. I'm like, <laughs> as you should. Yeah. Excuse me, you dirty, dirty kids. So, but thank you for joining us today um, in the studio. And no problem. Um, yeah, we're here to talk about SmackDown Live. Happened last night. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Some news that happened. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that that about covers it for today. That's usually what we do. So, guys, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. No. Um, but don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CEWR415, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio because it's the best way to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio. It helps support the show. Um, it helps boost our profile. And overall, it just makes me feel better because the numbers go up. And I like when I see more numbers than less numbers. Exactly. And that just it boosts my ego. That's that's what you really want to do. Um, but a really great way to support the show, you got to buy some merch. There you go. You got to buy some merch. Go on to teespring.com slash stores slash CWR415. Um, if that link works. I clicked it one time. It didn't work. But I'll post it down below. Twice, maybe three times. Um, so you can click, you can buy a coffee mug, a t-shirt, a po no, not a poster, um, a hoodie. I just bought the hoodie. I'm waiting for the hoodie to come in. Yeah, I want to see what that looks like. I'm going to review it on, on, on our YouTube page. And we might have something coming this week on our YouTube page. That's true. Just in time for Clash. The Clash of the Titans. No, not Clash of the Titans. Clash of Champions. Yeah. that's Clash what of Champions, not Clash of the Champions. It's just Clash of Champions. Now, now I gotta go back and look. It, 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 no, they changed it. The yes, WWE Clash version. Clash of Champions. Clash of Champions. Anyways, uh, I think that's the way it's always been, right? Well, the WCW was Clash of the Champions. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, because you know they wanted to be phonetically correct and uh, spell everything right sure, and yeah. put the proper words in there. WCW, they were very high on their grammar game. I don't know. They had Tony Schiavone, so I felt like he did a pretty good job. Anyways, let's get into it with some news today. <clears throat> Coming from around the world to from my mouth to your ear. That's really weird. I'm never going to say that again. No, don't. Um, but anyways, we got some news today. Um, let's just get into it. Let's talk some ratings real quick because I don't want to talk too long about them. Um, mm. Raw. You said Raw's ratings are down? Yeah. Uh, what's going on with this? One of the lowest ratings of the year with an appearance of Stone Cold. Yeah, so this is um, the appearance of Stone Cold Steve Austin um, monitoring the contract signing. But you, we do have to understand that this is the first like official week of National the, Football League. The 100th season. And Oh, it's the 100th season? That is correct. Holy shit. That's why everyone was so excited this last Sunday. Yeah, and you know what? I haven't been watching football for the last couple of years. 
Uh, I stand with Cap. Anyway, um, I haven't noticed there being too many night football games. Okay, but there were two this. Oh past yeah, Monday. no, there there have been two um, at some points. I think some, at least in the beginning of the seasons, there was one like earlier in the day, mm-hmm. and then there was one a little late, like the East Coast yeah. Monday Night Football yeah, and the West, and the Coast, West Coast, Coast Monday Night Football, yeah. which is cool if you're a football fan. I'm really not. I don't know why. Never really got into this board. Um, growing up, everyone said I should play football, but that was just because I was a bigger gentleman. Hmm. Uh, but you said Raw's ratings are down, and that's like you said, with an appearance with Stone Cold Steve Austin and and hype a week before, hyped a week before, and it was a decent show. Like it was a good show. Like I'm not gonna say it was a great show. It was a good show. It wasn't bad. And uh, what do you have the exact number on you? I do not. Okay, but uh, I should you know this? Um, let's see. This uh, did come off, and then after that, SmackDown. Averaged 2.06 million viewers on Tuesday night, down 2% from the week before. And this is also coming off of uh, Undertaker kicking off the show. With hype. Uh, with hype uh, for no reason. For no mm-hmm. reason at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll get into it when the whole thing, when we talk about the show. But literally, Undertaker was there and really lowered the ratings. So. And, it, and it was a Clash of Champions go-home show. But you know what? I, I And this is, I think, the culprit right here. WWE, each week, how many hours a week do we invest into WWE TV? Okay. You know what I mean? Three on Mondays, Three, two on Tuesdays. Five. One on Wednesdays. Well, well for two now. On, two on Wednesdays, NXT and 205 Live. Yeah, okay. Um, and, then, and then if you watch the Divas. And pay-per-views. And then if pay, another three, four-hour pay-per-view. Sometimes five. Yeah. Um, so if you invest all this time into WWE, and yet you watch, let's just... Let's just take everything out. Just Raw and SmackDown. Okay, five, five hours, hours right there. Mm-hmm. A week. How many fucking storylines actually see full all the way through? You know what I mean? People invest time into these shows, and yet these storylines don't get seen all the way through. It's like 50-50. Like they're, like they're bookings. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. But I'm just, you know, look at Daniel Bryan and Rowan and the whole Roman Reigns situation right now. Yeah. This fucking storyline, it, it went from a fake Rowan who, you know, they were like, it's an imposter, it could be him, mm-hmm. to the next week, he was he was gone. Yeah. And apparently, Daniel Bryan, it could have been him, he got speared. And then the next week, Rowan just admits to it and attacks Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense at all. And is this what we really wanted? Did we want Rowan versus Roman Reigns at Clash of Champions? No effing way. And on top of that... We thought we were getting Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. Well, we were supposed to get Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, but it was quote-unquote said, it's not the time for that yet. Yeah. Which I think is weird, but whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. You could have had Roman Reigns beat Daniel Bryan, have him gone for a a month, Mm -hmm. have him come back, and then be face Daniel Bryan again, if that's what you really want to do. Yeah. But, um... Damn it, I was about to say something. Um, Are they trying to uh, turn Daniel Bryan right now? What do you mean? Are they trying to make him face? I don't know. He wasn't on SmackDown this week. No, he wasn't doing anything. Last week he was. Uh, well, last week he was put through the table by Rowan. Yeah. So it's like you know, if this is what you really want at the end of the at the end of this, the tunnel, right. Rowan versus Roman Reigns, rather than you know, now we're having also the King of the Ring finals. I thought this was supposed to be on Clash of Champions. Wasn't this announced for Clash of the Champions? That's what I thought. That was or, my sorry, understanding. Clash of Champions. Yeah, that was my um, understanding. Now, advertised for next week, Monday Night Raw. So the reason why I think this match is pushed is because you have fucking Roman Reigns versus Rowan. Yeah. And I mean, not they're not exactly like one for one. Like one has to go on and one has to come off. Right. But when you add another match that was unnecessary, like all these matches, it's supposed to be every title's on the line. Mm-hmm. That's why they kind of screwed themselves. Right, right. Um... 
And I think this there should be another match. Like for, it, it's clash of champions. It's not clash of random guys. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It should be. That's a championship. I think it, in and of itself, the King of the Ring trophy. Do we have a full card for Clash of Champions. Oh, we have a full card, but we'll get into okay, that. Okay, so I just have one question about yeah. that. Yeah, are we having a Viking Warriors versus nope. OC match? Nope. Okay, good. No, no. Every title's on the line, so it, it primarily it's primarily. Title matches and then that one Rowan Roman Reigns. Oh, match. so that's the only non-title match. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's why I think it's ridiculous to be on that show. It yeah, should be the, the week. That's prior. A, that's a raw match, especially because it the storyline's been so botched. Yeah, nobody cares. You know what I mean? Some people are blaming Eric Bischoff for that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I heard about that. Eric Bischoff has started working there, and uh, you know, apparently the ongoing joke is he hasn't even learned everybody's names yet. Yeah. And so he hired one guy. The guy he hired, they found him asleep in the back one night well, this during the show. In, in the, this wasn't in the WWE show. It was in his former writing show. I think he wrote for uh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, Eric? Or no, the not other Eric. Guy. The other guy. The writer. Yeah, but he was caught uh, asleep in the backstage of WWE. Oh, I thought it was room. on his previous job. No, no, no. Oh. They caught him backstage this time, sleeping backstage. <laughs> well, so he's a tired guy. I would too. He too might be, he might smoke a lot of weed. You know That's why I'm always so tired. In? What was that? You know the hours they put in. Fuck, dude. You got to be at Vince's whim. So, he's, so you're getting calls at 1 a.m. Like, no, no, no. So okay. So oh, yes, yes, I guess you do. But you're also. Wednesday nights, I believe it's either Wednesday or Thursdays when you go over the scripts with mm. Vince. Yeah. You're supposed to start at five o'clock PM. Mm-hmm. I've heard Pritchard say he doesn't get out sometimes until was it four o'clock in the morning? Yikes. It's what the fuck is there to talk about? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have like AEW who is having and I I know this is this has been like the comparison at WWE AEW is so tiring nowadays. You don't want to hear with yeah, well, we AEW or seen, WWE. And we haven't even seen one network show yet. Exactly. But the way it seems like they're booking storylines is that they're not writing. They don't have writers. They have bookers. Yeah. And they're letting the guys, you know, write their own stories. Write their own storylines. Mm-hmm. You know, look at Chris Jericho with the losing the AEW world title, <laughs> uh, making a storyline out of that, actually making one of Pro Wrestling T's hottest selling shirts of all time. And hottest meme slash gif. Exactly. How many times did you hear the bubble? A million and one. Jesus Christ, how many gifts of there was Lou oh. ba- there was Lou Bega. Mm-hmm. Um there was uh, a Spice Girl one. Yeah. The uh, uh, Beat It. Oh, there was a beat at one. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it was just it was really good. It was all over the place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so you know, it's it's gonna we're gonna see what happens with WWE. What, what, where did I start with this conversation? I don't know. I think I lost myself. But oh, we were talking about ratings. Ratings. So, um, I mean, yeah, that's that's why I think people have stepped away from WWE mm-hmm. because, like, why care? If you want to see really good wrestling, there's a lot of really good wrestling out there. You know, if you even within the company, you know, if you absolutely NXT, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. um, go back and watch some old, you know, old stuff. I'm I'm not going to sit there and name something because I haven't really watched every all retro stuff. I don't want to say like, oh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling or anything like that. You can watch some old WWE. You can watch some 90s stuff. You could. You can watch New Japan Pro Wrestling. You Mm -hmm. can watch Ring of Honor. You can watch whatever you want. And that's one of the things that CM Punk brought up. And his uh, interview at StarCast Mm -hmm. was that, you know, at this time, there's so much wrestling that we don't need to be sitting here and, like, being like, well, F this company, F this. And, you know, I am doing that a little bit with WWE. I will admit that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm just kind of commenting on it as a reviewer Mm -hmm. because I'm still going to watch it. 
Yeah. But when people are sit there and says like, I'm never going to do this. I'm going to go with this company and it's a war and I'm with this company gung ho. No, that's the wrong way. You're having the companies put your, put, you know, you, you they're having, you're having them control you, yeah. I think. Yeah. And in the long run, there's so much wrestling now that CM Punk says, just enjoy it all. Yeah. We can enjoy it all. Yeah. Like, and then we can not enjoy it all. We can enjoy some of it. And it's all up to us and how we react to it. Yeah, you could watch Mr. Robot at the same time watch uh, the Mayans. Oh, I God, I hate it. I'm kidding. <laughs> you, could, you could, you know, yeah. th- there's a plethora of things that you, this is entertainment. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like a team sport. You're giving your money to these people. Yeah. And you have to be selective with who you give your money to. That's the way you make change. Yeah. We can still watch the product. Just don't buy a shirt. You yeah. know, if you don't like a- AEW, don't buy their shirts. You don't like us, still buy our shirt, but you know, support us even if you hate us. To burn it, send us a video at CWR45. Be like, I hate this this podcast. Burn. They think they're right about everything, which we are. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) That's that's just me in life. Let's move on. I think um, because I'm I I don't want to continue. Just one last statement. We're Uh we're all marks. There's no such thing as a smart mark. Oh yeah, we're all marks to this thing. You know, there's. It's funny because I've I failed to see like I think when you cross into that you cross over that line of casual fan to mark and mm-hmm. I think that's all there is mm-hmm. you're either not a fan of, there's four there's four you're Levels. not a fan of wrestling mm-hmm. you're okay with wrestling but don't watch it mm-hmm. you're a casual fan mm-hmm. you're a mark yeah and you there's know no, unless you're um, unless you're in the industry yourself and yeah. you're a fan of the industry yeah, absolutely. then you are a true smart mark. Exactly, because you are, you know, of things going on inside the business. Unlike us, we don't fucking. All I know is what Dave Meltzer says. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. All and, I know is for what monthly subscription I pay for. Yeah. If it, okay, let's put it this way: if you keep f- kayfabe, yeah, you are a smart mark. Yes, and um, I think that, like, you know, to you know, I, once you cross that line. Like you, you don't see it. It's funny because I look back. I'm like, oh, like I, I don't get why people don't like think this. And I'm like, oh, because casual fans think differently. Mm-hmm. They don't watch the show every week. They don't feel like they have to. Exactly. I mean, I, I don't. The past couple of weeks hasn't really been feeling like I have to. No, no. Um, there, there's been some. weeks. There have though. been some weeks where oh, I've definitely God, got I have been, to watch Raw tonight. God. There no. have been some weeks where I've finished watching the show like right before you've gotten here, mm-hmm. and <laughs> there's been weeks where I've watched the end of the show in my car um, when I get like here. on the phone. Yeah, yeah. It it it, it sometimes it takes a toll, but mm-hmm. especially after like pay per view weeks. Oh, and we yeah. got one coming up. Yeah, well, that's why. That's why we hired a fourth person on the show. There, we CWR really needed four people on the show. I think that that's the real formula. Right there was four. Yeah, well, you we're know, like he, the four horsemen of the podcast. Yeah, world. we're well balanced when we're at four. I think that's so. when we're hitting our stride. Exactly. And uh, let's move on. Um, uh, former Impact Wrestling interviewer Mackenzie Mitchell has joined the WWE. I just saw that. Um, on her uh, social media account, say Mitchell announced that she's joined WWE as an on-air host, and she says it's a dream come true. Your newest at WWE on-air host. So I'm guessing they'll start her off in some sort of uh, role back, or not backstage, but you know, online, maybe NXT. Sure, um, that's sure. usually how they start them off. Well, I hear that um, Fox is really high on Renee. So Renee's definitely going to go over to SmackDown. SmackDown. Well, apparently they want to keep everything separate coming up. Mm-hmm. They want to keep everything. NXT is going to be its own brand. Raw is going to be its own brand. SmackDown is going to be its own brand. Yeah. 
I mean, they've wanted to do that a lot in the past before, but we, you know, it's, it's never failed. I mean, it's, it's always failed to like work out fully. Yeah. It's like they always give up and uh, wild card. Yeah. Wild card. And, um, now, you know, Fox, you're competing. You have two different networks now mm-hmm. that you're on and Fox is going to say, Hey, we want this. Or, you know, just mm-hmm. like with access with the new Japan pro wrestling saying, Go ahead. Oh, just with them saying like things like, you know, we don't want, you know, Adam Swift or Adam Sift mm-hmm. um, on the show. You know, it's just like um, Asai TV or is it same Asai TV, I believe, in mm-hmm. Japan saying that Chris Charlton couldn't be on the New Japan show because it's not what they think uh, the commentator should sound like on there. Yeah. Or USA wanting the King of the Ring tournament. Exactly. You know, it's. And, well, and you know, that's a major reason why it was moved from. Was it ever moved? I, from I don't, Clash of Champions. I thought it was that Clash of Champions. It seemed because it seems like it was building up to Clash of Champions. That's that was my like. Logical... There's no reason for this week to be like the build. Like, okay, there's no reason for this week to be the to, for, to the last two matches to go to the final semifinals, right? Right. It's no. There's no reason for that unless it was at Clash of Champions. Exactly. Why not have it at a different time when it can draw some more ratings as opposed to like you can draw ratings right now for Clash of Champions. Mm-hmm. Why do them both simultaneously? Is yeah, what don't I'm saying. you make more money on buy rate than you do on viewership? Exactly. So you know, you know, maybe they have nothing for next week on Raw. They want to build it up somehow. But mm-hmm. hey, Baron or, Corbin versus Chad Gable. Oh, I can't wait. Or USA twisted their arm and was like, no, 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 not not pay per view. I thought that this too. Is, this is ours. We want it since it was their idea. Mm-hmm. Look, listen, your your ratings are tanking. We need this. Yes, I I can see that. I definitely agree. And, uh, and, you know, our last piece of, I think our last piece of mega news, this is, uh, there's a lot of talk right now about this. 205 Live. Where's it going? Is it staying alive? Ha, ha, ha. Staying alive. Staying alive. I don't know. But Kushida has just joined the roster. And I think um, that's a start for it to be uh, moving to NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this week, uh, there has been, I know I'm just spouting things out now, but I'll, I'll let you know what's going on. So there has been a change to the WWE 205 Live commentary team. Uh, with 205, with NXT going live, WWE has made some changes to the commentary team. On Tuesday, it was revealed that Nigel McGuinness will no longer be doing commentary for 205 Live. Aww. NXT wrestler Dio Madden took McGinnis's place uh, uh-huh. starting up with this week's 205 Live episode and was announced for the newest member of the broadcast team. Uh, he'll be working alongside Vic Joseph and Aiden English. So the 205 Live commentary team is Vic Joseph, Aiden English, and Dio Madden. Hmm. Um, I, you know, if I, didn't, if I didn't know Aiden English, you know what I mean? It's like, I barely know Vic Joseph. Mm-hmm. Friend of the show, Vic Joseph. I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> He liked a tweet one time I said, and uh, Aiden English, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what is happening there. In my opinion, I've been saying this for, I think, about a year now, that they should take 205 Live, destroy what 205 Live is now, yeah. and take the Cruiserweight title and the division, bring it to NXT. Uh, yeah, 100%. It was the smartest, uh, it's the smartest thing to do, in my opinion, because, um, you know, you, especially if they're going to two hours, they don't need to write anything else now. Yeah. They just, okay, there. You insert. Yeah. You just insert. Copy, yeah. paste. There you go. And uh, with, the, with the NXT writing staff behind them, if NXT continues down the same trajectory. Which I think they should. I think I they will. I think they will. Yeah. I think there's a chance they will. Um you know, it'll be really good to see matches that, you know, Drew Gulak can have with, you know, Matt Riddle, um, mm-hmm. Matt, you know, uh, uh, Umberto Carrillo can have with 
maybe uh, you know some somebody from SmackDown Live that goes to NXT. Yeah, yeah, because there will be those. There'll be the call down. There'll definitely be a call down, and we got one to talk about at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it was also. It also continues with this story is that this week there was an interview with uh, Newsweek magazine. Was it a magazine or is it? It used to be a magazine. Maybe now it's, I'm sure, I'm sure. The, publication. That, 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 that magazine is like the Newsweek publication. To the older, okay. to the older crowd. <sighs> so I'm sure there's some geezer. I'm sorry. I'm not you know against geezers. I'm going to be one eventually. But I'm sure there's some geezer out there waiting for his subscription to arrive. It's Monday. Where's my news week? I need to learn about Triple H and the NXT move. So there was an interview with Triple H uh, on Newsweek. And, you know, they asked him some stuff about the move from NXT going live and asking about how, you know, there'll be different brands. And he said Raw will be a separate brand. SmackDown will be a separate brand. And NXT will be its own brand. And 205 Live will kind of be... Under the NXT umbrella, still, quote unquote. Um, and then he was asked, he says, So you'll, uh, so we'll still see NXT uh, 205 Live under an NXT umbrella? Qu- question mark. Like, mm. we've never seen that before. Yeah. We always thought it was like main roster. And Triple H says, You'll start to see 205 begin to. I think it's always existed as an island unto itself, a little bit. And it's become lost in its, on this limbo. You'll begin to see it move towards NXT banner and the talent there. We have a lot of talent for them to become and compete with either open against everyone or just the cruiserweight division but have that title sit under the nxt brand is more meaningful it creates more opportunities for more people i'm the game triple h bow down to the king that's the most words i've ever heard him say that say nothing yeah i'm surprised you said i find it funny how uh you asked about 205 live so, and this has lead, led people to believe that 205 Live, as we know it, is going to be gone. You know, the only thing this will hurt is subscriptions to the WWE Network. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, okay, so here's the thing. There's there's lack of original programming other than their, you know, comedy specials that, right. that they run. NXT is now moving. You know, tonight's the end of an era, Jose. Yes, Tonight's the night. The, yeah. Tonight is the last one hour NXT on the WWE Network. Yeah. Um, next week we begin the full. Well, <laughs> not next. Technically, next week we begin, but it's that one hour on USA, one hour on the network. Right. Um, so, like for the first two weeks, it's going to be the first hour is going to be on USA, and since it's Suits finale, mm-hmm. Suits. I don't know. That's some show. Some about show. It's their guys series for Suits. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought it was about barbarians. Yeah, you're okay. close. Um, it's their finale, so they're going to have the second hour of NXT on the network. Now, every week that NXT is on the USA Network, it will be available the next night, I'm guessing Thursday at 8 p.m., on the WWE Network. And most likely on demand. And exactly. Which you can get for free. Well, I mean, if you have cable. Yeah. True. You know, not a lot of people have cable. There's a lot of cord cutters yeah. out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm one of them. I was one of those kids. I was raised, I needed cable all the time. I needed, yeah. I need cable now. <laughs> I want my MTV. But no, um, now it's like with so many subscription services, I don't need cable. You know what I mean? Right. I, I could WWE Network, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I mean, it's Netflix. You know, I, I don't YouTube, need YouTube, Hulu. Name exactly. It. We got it all. And so, um, you know, everyone is scared and they think it's going to merge. I think, personally, I think it would be cool to film 205 Live either before or after NXT. Of course. In, in the NXT arena. Mm-hmm. Because um, you, if you've seen... 205 Live, you have before. I know you have. Mm-hmm. Um, those crowds can be dead. Oh, yeah. And who's going to care more about your cruiserweights 
the people on the road or the uh, full sale crowd who genuinely cares about these people. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not praising every person in that crowd, but I've met a couple of them. Mm-hmm. The people like, you know, uh, you know, Karen, she's one of the super fans there. She's one of the nicest people. Mm-hmm. She goes around new Japan shows and she's super, like she's super nice yeah. and like happy to meet everybody. So it's like, and she's really all about the wrestlers. You know what I mean? And sure. I think a lot of people there are all about the wrestlers. Are, so if you have support like NXT that. NXT is traveling now though, right? No. No, they're staying at full sale? staying at full sale. Oh, cool. As okay. for now. Until, until, until Vince sees uh, AEW and their sold out shows. Ah, mm-hmm. we need him into the arena. Mm-hmm. Get, where's my son? Get him on the phone. Hey, what's up, dad? You're not, uh, get, Shane, get off the phone. <laughs> Anyways, um, shall we talk about uh, SmackDown Live now? Um, in wild turn of events, Uh-oh. Seth Rollins recently found out that oh, he had yeah. a brother and a sister. Mm. She was not in the picture. Uh, she wasn't in the picture. That he never knew existed, thanks to 23andMe. For uh, apparently, I have, a, I have a first cousin on there. Um, 23andMe? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, I don't fucking care. If it was like your brother, if it was like him, like your brother, I'd been like, um, hey, just, hey, I guess. Uh, your dad was Rolling Stone and... You know, he's my dad too. Did you ever hear the name Denz any at all? You know, growing up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so Seth Rollins has a new brother. I wonder what his life's going to be. And I guess uh, so does Becky Lynch. She has a new brother now too. Hello, brother. It's like, oh yeah, I'm sure she like was super juiced to meet her new brother-in-law. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Irish are super like enthusiastic about meeting people. Mm-hmm. At least that's how they were when I was in Ireland. Let's kick it off with SmackDown Live last night in Madison Square Garden, the second night in MSG. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be, like I said, I think um, last night was the was it the last SmackDown Live. No, no, not the last SmackDown Live. It's the the last back to back nights they're going to have in Madison Square Garden, at least for a long time. You they, think so? Well, I mean, oh well, yeah, they can't, Friday, do, they can't do Friday unless they do a house show on Tuesday or a house show on Thursday. Then there's going to be no back-to-back nights there. Well, they could do a Friday SmackDown, and then sure. the back-to-back would be Monday. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it kicked off with uh, Undertaker's dong uh, <laughs> uh, greeting the arena. Um, here. He, he came down to the ring in record time. He did. Only five minutes. And Did he always have that moon in the background? Uh, I don't think so. That was new, right? Yeah. Um, so I guess it's the Attitude Era in WWE because, uh, like I said, Monday Night Raw kicked off with Stone Cold Steve Austin mm-hmm. and uh, SmackDown Live kicking off with The Undertaker. He says, over the last 30 years, Taker has, I've considered MSG my home. I don't know why. But it won't be my home much longer. Uh, because I'm going to die soon. Whoa, Taker, calm down. Uh, talks about all the souls he's defeated in MSG over the years. Then he starts to focus on the future and references the stars and references the stars of the future. Then out comes Sami Zayn because oh, we so need happy. someone to choke slam. So yeah, that's the only reason why I wasn't kind of agitated. I was like, oh no, you're gonna feed him Sami Zayn. Uh, well, at least we will get a good promo out of it. You know, I don't know. I don't even. I don't even think it was that great of a promo. Uh, Sami uh, says over the last thirty years, this has been Undertaker's home, but he also says Taker should not be opening up this show. And I'm sure you've heard this before in WWE. Sami says it should have been me. Uh, that one writer just has no. That's Vince. That's ideas. Vince. That's it's totally one hundred percent Vince. That's got to be Vince. It's something that's taken place, and that's a storyline that's taken place. Unless it's Bruce Pritchard or someone a writer that's been there a crazy amount of times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sami then asked Taker to leave the ring, and Taker's like, "Okay." Yeah. Like Taker fully was like, "All right, 
Like Sammy's like leave and pass the torch to me, and, and Taker's like, oh, all right, here you go. I took it more like Taker was playing the role, like, oh, no, 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 I'm old. No, no. Here, take oh, okay. The microphone. <laughs> I'm sad. Now. Could be because Taker legit was like, yeah, all right, bye. Mm-hmm. Like there was no like turning around. He didn't turn around until Sammy was like making fun of him. Yeah, and jumping around. And then like if Sammy was like. Thank you. I appreciate that. Taker would have fully walked away. Yep. yep. And then Sammy Zayn would have taken the torch, the Taker's torch, and he would have been the dead man, Sammy Zayn. Taker then gets back in the ring and uh, choke slams Sammy Zayn to hell. Ouch. Not fun. And so, yeah. Then we have Shane McMahon backstage. He's finally back from jury duty. Oh, I, and that's it. That's all the Undertaker you're going to get. That's all the. And they, they built that up. Mm-hmm. Taker here next week. Why? I don't know. He Watch him choke slam. He, Sam Zane. He wants to say something. I don't know. And uh, Shane McMahon backstage in walks Chad Gable, and we're just getting nonstop short jokes, uh, short mm-hmm. person jokes. So Elias, as we told you yesterday, is out of the King of Ring yeah. tournament. You uh, mm-hmm. predicted that there would be a match that night. I thought there was going to be a buy. Mm-hmm. There was a match last night because um, Shane McMahon says, I'll pick your opponent later. We come to find out later. Shane McMahon picks himself. So. Mm-hmm. So we'll get that later. Uh, then we have Miz versus Andrade. So I don't know, man. This match, uh, we had Shinsuke Nakamura on commentary. And I think this is the only saving grace of this match. Yeah, that's because the only part that I was paying attention Shinsuke to. Shinsuke speaking Japanese on commentary. And Corey Graves just like, uh-huh. Yeah, I completely agree, Shinsuke. Yeah, like, yeah. you're totally, you know. you're. And his wife? What? Yeah, there there was a couple of parts where Corey Graves was like, you need to tone it down a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah. you could do the whole, like, yeah, I understand. Oh, yeah, no, totally. I For, for real, Shinsuke, uh-huh, uh-huh. But don't do the whole, like, what'd you say about, you know, like, don't put words in his mouth. Mm-hmm. You could sit there and say, like, you know, like I said. But... Um, you should say something like, oh, yeah, you're right. You are one of the top contenders here. Yeah, okay. So that makes... But You have brought... I felt it was weird when yeah. he said the whole wife thing. Because yeah. I felt like he said his wife. And so I was like, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> then, uh... Or we, he was like, mm, good shit. Good shit. And then Corey was like, I just feel dirty. Yeah. Uh, this is a match. And uh, Miz is trying harder, but not quite getting there. He he needs to change his entrance. He needs to stop. Well, he needs he needs to work on his entire character because he's all over the yeah. fucking place. Yeah. There are some people in wrestling, I think, who have a very clear definition of what their character is. Well, his is a heel. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He has no clear direction of what his character is because he's a heel who's playing babyface. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes no goddamn sense. He's also a heel that's trying to do babyface moves. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't be doing these springboard moves when you didn't train. You didn't bring yourself up to do these moves. Right. Like, starting something later in life, like, it's not going to look as good as, like, say, if Rey Mysterio or Andrade did it. Yeah. Cause it, it, because they, when they first started training, that's what they were learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't come off natural. Miz is a homegrown product. He mm-hmm. was raised by WWE. He was trained in WWE. Um the end of the match had Zelina. She rakes the eyes of the Miz, double knees the Miz, followed by a kick out. And then we have a really, really, really sloppy transition from a double, you know, Andrade's double moonsault where he does yeah, the first moonsault, yeah. lands on his feet, does the second one, reversed into a skull crushing finale where. Oops, Miz fell on his ass, yeah. Yeah. And then we get the pin and the win after the match. Shinsuke Nakamura attacks the Miz because they're going to have a match at Clash of Champions. Mm hmm. Then Shane McMahon's backstage. He's looking for short man Chad Gable because he has to tell everybody, hey, have you seen short Chad Gable? No, no. I got a little question for him. Ha, 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 You know what's funny is when Chad Gable shows up, he, okay, he, you know, there's that, you know, optical thing that happens on 2D on uh, cameras. Yeah. But when he walks in and he stands in front of uh, Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy disappears. So it Ooh. looks like they're the same height. 
Um, it's it, it's all uh, was it like because um, he's closer. Chad yeah, Gable's exactly. closer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, yeah, but it doesn't help the fact that they're pumping up Dude, this short guy thing. If WWE could fucking just set up shots once in a while. Mm-hmm. And by guys, I'm, when I say set up shots, I mean just, you know, like if, if you do for any job, you, okay, I, I'm going to need this. I'm going to need this. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should put this right here. Maybe I should put it's, this right it's here. It's called a shot sheet. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like set it up. But no, they're just putting up the camera. Okay, you stand here. You stand here. Okay. And, and go. go. Mm-hmm. So they can really use some of that. Yeah, totally. Because uh, if he would have stood next to Apollo Cruz and had this conversation with uh, Apollo Cruz and Matt Hardy in the middle. Mm, and exactly looking like the short guy amongst the th- the four the three yep you know taller yep. gentlemen yep and that would make more sense but no and you know when earlier in the night i forgot to mention they had that really killer shot with the undertaker when he was walking out mm-hmm. they did this really cool shot where he was on the ramp and they got him from looking up from below mm-hmm. and the titan tron's like right behind his in front of his face yeah, yeah. and the all the lightning looks like it's going into his head mm-hmm. it's fucking all it's the coolest shot i've seen in a long time in WWE. Next, we have Mandy Rose versus Nikki Cross. I'm uh, pretty. Nikki isn't. Um, what pretty. the Nikki fuck isn't. was this? This is 1980s. Okay, so I thought Alexa was a heel. Mm-hmm. I thought Alexa was a heel, yeah. given. So that mean in my head, Nikki Cross is like a face who's being like manipulated. Yeah. So you either have to have two really heelish women that they have a face mm-hmm. or faces. And I thought Mandy and Rose and Sonya Deville could have been decent faces. They could have been, yeah. But. Vince doesn't want that. He wants Mandy to be a heel and to say that Nikki Cross is ugly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I can't even hold myself I just, I just in. I got it. a great idea. It's good shit. It's, it's really good shit. Um, no, it's just, it's so bad, man. Like, Mandy rips on Nikki. Like, this is like the worst pretty girl, ugly girl gimmick ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. there was no even it's thrown thought, together. But, there was no fucking thought. There was not yeah. even like, Look at her. Like, there was one slightly kind of, like, maybe amusing part, and that's when they put the two pictures next to And the picture of Nikki, of course, she's just looking all crazy. She's growling. Yeah, her hair's all teased. She looks like a rat. And Mandy's all, you know, composed. And, you know, some people laughed. But it was the only, like, thing that I could have thought slightly maybe funny at all. Yeah. yeah. And they just, she goes out there and says, I'm pretty, she's ugly. In those exact words, you couldn't Mm -hmm. have said, like, you know, like, I'm God's gift to men, and she's you know she's not you know something yeah, a little yeah. bit more. I think they're kind of through. treading water. I, I think that if they did go a little bit deeper, it would borderline offensive. She look at her. She's a dog. Look yeah. at her. She's yeah. She's just, just don't do gross. that. Like you know what I mean. Like yeah. you can you could say anything else. You know what I mean. I don't know. It was just it was stupid. You could you could say nothing. You could just say <laughs> I am so hot, but look at her. Bam. You tell me. Yeah, yeah. You can, like, are you are you really comparing me to her? Uh, who would you choose? There you go. See, uh, WWE Vince McMahon. Don't you're not taking my guy from me. <laughs> he, he's mine. Then, uh, like I said, they have a match, and it's a match. Uh, well, I like the how Nikki came out really pissed off. I did too. She came out and she was Why really. And she ran all, all the way that? down to the ring. Went right after Mandy the Rose after the end of the match. Uh, or sorry, the end of the match saw Sonya Deville trying to get involved. Alexa pulls her down from the ring, and she looked like she hit her face hard. She had those, um, they're not heels, they're like the really thick heel boots. Yeah. She, I don't know, she looked like she hit her head hard. Uh, Mandy Rose goes for a V-trigger, but it's reversed into a roll-up. Nikki gets the pin and the win. Uh Uh-oh, new champs? 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. And uh, then we have Bailey backstage with Ember Moon. And no, I was hoping no, you miss the uh, uh, the forklifts making smoothies. Oh god! Why well, skip that? Is that okay? I don't even write that because I don't like any segment that's like less than like uh, two minutes. I don't like even. I thought it was kind of funny though. So they're putting making a banana in the, the Was it a banana or it was something? They're putting put, some making put, smoothies. Putting strawberries in protein, steaks and weights. Yeah. Um. They, yeah. They're trying to make them like seem like they're like these you know, crazy workout guys. And mm-hmm. like, you know, they have unique diets. I'm like, dude, like, why don't you research something too? And why don't you be like, Hey, these guys are doing the keto diet. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The, it just makes, cause people would like grip onto that. And be like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like they're, 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 they're keto. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. totally. <sighs> I gotta say though, that, that, uh, the spread they had was pretty healthy looking. Yeah. But it, I thought, I swear, I thought they put ground beef in that smoothie <laughs> because if you notice, um, uh, Otis didn't drink the protein shake. He t- he put it. He closed his mouth and put it up mm-hmm. to his lips, yeah, so you yeah, could yeah. see it dripping off. Uh-huh. But I can tell it was just on the side of his lips. It tastes like shit, Tucker. Yeah, he's like, so then Bailey Bailey. I almost said Bailey Moon. Bailey backstage with Ember Moon, and um, I was hoping this would be the way for Bailey or Ember Moon to get added to the SmackDown Live Women's Championship match, right? Um, so they're apparently going to have a match later tonight, but Ember, she walks up to Bailey and says, Hey, this isn't you. And she thinks this is Sasha's influence on her and thinks Bailey is better than how she's been acting. But Bailey thinks she's just elevating the women's division, mm-hmm. um, you know, with attacking Becky Lynch with a chair and being really mousy. I don't know this whole heel Bailey. It doesn't, she doesn't seem like a full heel. It's like when she's in the ring, it's like one of those things like, okay, the best way to describe it is she's like. A 13-year-old girl, your 13-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. she's really nice when she, not your 13-year-old daughter, you don't yeah, have a 13 no. but just in general, yeah, yeah, anyone yeah. listening, your 13-year-old daughter, uh, she's really nice when she's at home, but then you hear her with her friends and like you get a call, like she's shoplifting. Mm-hmm. What is, why are you shoplifting while you're with them, young lady? You are not that type of person. You, you know? check her social media and you're like, God, my daughter's a bitch. You know, like why, you know, like why did she beat up those kids? I thought she was friends with those kids. When did she become a plastic? You know, oh my God. Exactly. Um, so not even a plastic. No, not even a plastic. No, no Ember a- or not Ember, but Sasha is one of those like or at least her character seems like one of those like smoke weed behind the gym, like oh, 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 I'm all that was, goes to the club. She was the crew that Lindsay Just the Lohan was hanging out with that had beef with the plastics. Wait, they had someone Remember? had beef? Someone had beef with the plastics. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan. Remember the reason why she? Oh, got oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but they they do drugs. Okay. <laughs> How could they not? The guy was putting uh, bologna on his face. That's true. You don't even go here. Yeah. I love. There's a place down the street, and you know we live in. Uh, I live in a place called Glen Park in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Not to get too specific, but uh, at the Froyo place, there's something called the Glen Coco. Oh really? Yeah. Like <laughs> remember that it, they were giving out. Um, the Secret Santa stuff or the candy cane to the roses or something. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he goes, oh, two for you, Glenn Coco. You go, Glenn Coco. <laughs> so anyways, then we have Heavy Machinery versus Alex Keaton and Johnny Silver. Alex P. Keaton? This is a uh, uh, yeah, squash match. Yep. Then we have Shane McMahon backstage and he calls in Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens comes into uh, his office and uh, Shane, he's rethinking the fine. Oh, my God. I thought my prediction was going to come true at this point. Like, I mean, oh my God, KO's gonna get at it. He um he says, you know, he says I, I've been rethinking. <laughs> KO's great because Shane says I, I've been rethinking the fine that you asked me to change last week. KO's like it was two weeks. 
<laughs> or he's like, it was three weeks ago. He's like, well, last week, two weeks ago, whatever. It doesn't even matter. I've been rethinking it. And yeah, Shane was gone last week, right? Yeah, they were both gone. Yeah, that's right. Because um, Kevin Owens' family, I guess, was in the middle of the hurricane. He mm-hmm. didn't want to leave them. Yeah. So, I mean, full respect to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he wants Kevin Owens to do a job for him tonight. He wants him, and not to do a job in wrestling, but to be the special guest referee and call uh. it quote unquote right down the middle for Damn his it. match against Chad Gable later tonight. Brackets are still a mess. So. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, um, he wants uh, KO to be the special guest ref, and so he will be. So then we have Eric Rowan. Who didn't show up for, um, what do they call it? Dress rehearsal. Why is that? Because that promo was horrific. Dude, Rowan's horrible on the mic. Oh my God. This is why Rowan and Daniel Bryan worked so well together. Mm -hmm. Rowan didn't talk, and he's a good mute. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's not a good person to lead on the microphone. He's not a good person to lead a storyline. Mm-hmm. He's backup. He's great backup. Blah, 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 blah. He, blah, uh, blah, blah would you blah, ever blah. say Kane was great on the mic? I have never. Okay, but well, he was okay, but, but, he, but he was good enforcer, right? He, he was a good enforcer. And there you go. He was good when and, he was left with like he had when he had to do these comedic things. Oh, like corporate Kane? Corporate Kane, yeah, and then when he was funny. doing when, uh, but it was like ironically funny, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so but I think Rowan's a good example of like that. He could be a Kane type mm-hmm, person. Mm-hmm. So, um, then we have the match Bailey versus Ember Moon, Charlotte on commentary doesn't mm-hmm. really do much for the match, but she's there on commentary. Yeah, everybody gets commentary time now, and uh, you know what could have been a moment for Ember Moon to be inserted into make it a three way at Clash of Champions to at least insert. One face into the match. No, it's a really quick match. Bailey hits a Bailey to belly to Ember and the pin and the win. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. There but. was like, yeah, continue, please. And uh, Charlotte gets in the ring after and they just have a stare down. And dude, there was zero urgency with these two. Yeah, it, it, the, the title's on the line next week and you guys showed zero interest. Exactly. Exactly. It was like, man, we're going to fight 10, 10 times. Eh, well, whatever, Charlotte. I'm the heel, but I'm just going to walk out because I'm the better person. Well, Charlotte wasn't dressed to compete anyway. She was wearing a skirt, right? Yeah, it's, you know, irregardless of the point. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, and I'm surprised that, like, that could have really given Ember Moon a push. You could have put the title on her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You could have had her, you'd have had something like a Baron Corbin situation. Charlotte take out, um, Bailey with a natural selection, all of a sudden eclipse to Charlotte, and then she pins Bailey. Dude, the the Mandy Rose Nikki Cross match and segment was way better, hundred times better than this segment. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, no, I I don't know. It was all it was all bad. Yeah, it was bad. B a d bad. Next up, we have Kofi Kingston talking about two thousand nine. Okay. Because they're trying to make the storyline work somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, what? You going to say something? Yeah, you know, right now with Kofi, and it's, it, not his, it's not his fault. Kofi's doing the best with what he has. But where they dropped the ball is that New Day should have been thriving in this time. And they're tag team champions. They definitely should be. So they are, in some respects, thriving. They should be, but they're, there's... It doesn't feel like it. They're on and off TV... They, Where are they uh, they with Kofi ringside? Yeah, they didn't have any straps at all. And they were predominantly showcased. Week after week, they were hosts of WrestleMania. They were this, they were that. They were always there. They were always part of the show. These guys all get titles, and they disappear. Exactly. And it's like, like if you want to make... Like, if WWE, like, really wants to make an impression and make a strong, like, black faction, Mm -hmm. they already have with the New Day... 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And but they could have made it this whole new thing with them having the all the titles all covered in gold. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Look how dominant we are, and we're just you know three friends, and we fucking overcome adversity in the wrestling yeah. world. Yes. You know what I mean? But they failed. They just week after week. And Xavier Woods has tried to say things on Twitter. He's tried to you know have storylines. Mm-hmm. They try to make the best of what they have. But Big E is inserting himself into different things on Twitter too. Like he was with Mandy Rose this week. Uh, he he was talking that smack a couple of days ago. Yeah. Was, oh, we can't curse here. Let me just get the okay, and I'm going to start wrecking loose. Yeah. Um, so you know what? WWE will tell you, oh, we're, we're doing this to legitimize Kofi as a singles competitor, but that's not. No, they're doing this to kill his push. That like they're doing this, and that's what you, they've you done. You think it's an intentional burial? Not an intentional. I'm not going to sit here and say there's a writer saying how can I make everybody hate Kofi or hate mm-hmm. Kofi as the champion. I just think that somebody back there isn't really like putting all in everything they can. And it's not like that. It's not because um, they can't. It's because they might just not don't really want to. I have a little bit of a theory. Yeah. I think that when they were strapless New Day, they were let to their own devices. You guys go out there and have fun. Right. But now that they have belts, it's like, okay, now you guys have to follow some rules. You guys have to follow these scripts. You guys have have to follow this program. You got you have to follow blah 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 yeah, blah blah yeah. blah blah. So now they're being you know, they got put on leashes, which is a term I don't want to use, but it's sad. It's sad. Yeah, no, they definitely um, they're being limited mm-hmm. in everything they can do, mm-hmm. and it's just a shame because they have a tag. They're supposed to have a tag team title match at um, Clash of Champions with the Revival. What build to this match other than you know and. We've had the revival on Randy beat up on Kofi mm-hmm. week after mm-hmm. week. Where is Biggie and Xavier? The champs. Well, I know, but and like they're playing fucking Xbox. I don't know. <sighs> Xavier, get off up, up, down, down. Stop playing with AJ Styles and get back in there and help your boy Kofi. Mm-hmm. And oh, so yeah, we didn't even talk about the segment. Uh, yeah, well, shame on you, WWE. But yeah, it was a yawn. Ten years ago, it was said like a thousand times. Stupid uh, was the second most f- said phrase of that segment. Yeah, uh, was it Kofi talks about how he had a match with uh, Randy ten years ago in MSG? You know, and it, like a ta- it wasn't even a tables match. They just brawled all around, and he put Randy mm-hmm. through a table. Yeah. And Randy comes out and starts saying, "You're a liar." You know, even that Jamaican accent was a lie. They can't get rid. They can't stop making fun of. It. Like even though like they've broken that wall, like nobody cares anymore. Yeah. Like the first time Biggie mentioned something. When the New Day had a feud with the VOD villains years ago on mm-hmm. Raw, mm-hmm. they did that time machine and they came out and it was like 2009 and Kofi was like, hey man, I'm here from Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, and they were yeah. like, oh, we went back, we didn't go back far enough or we went back too far. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, what, where'd that accent come from? You yeah, know, yeah. that was really funny because the first time I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. you guys are actually mentioning like this change of character. Yeah. And now it's just like every week, it's like, you had a Jamaican accent, you liked yeah. Dude, we fucking get it. Great. You, you know, touch your dick and show Callahan's backstage. We know that, too. <laughs> you smell like baby oil. Baby oil Orton. Baby Orton. Baby oil Orton. That's hard to say. That's really hard to say. Baby oil Orton. Baby oil Orton. Uh, you you got to say it like a, like a Southern man. Baby oil Orton. Baby oil Orton. It's the new product here that we got. Uh, if they could put it on WWE Shop, they would. But let's go to our main event. Chad yeah, Gable. Uh, no, but Randy says bullshit, and I'm, I'm sure he got an earful after this. Did he? Yeah, or I mean, during, during his promo, I, I he was like, ah, bullshit. And then he had, he like was like, oh no, and he spiked the microphone. <laughs> I, that's one thing I do love about Randy. When Randy fucks up, he knows, he, and he shows that he fucked up. Like that one time he flipped one of the Singh brothers mm-hmm. over the table, yeah. and he made that face like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, fuck, my bad. Um, and the table 
broke prematurely. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. So then we go to our main event. Chad Gable, Shane McMahon. Winner goes to the King of the Ring final. So the first uh, first part of this match, there's two parts of this match. The first part, because, you know, they have to take a commercial break. Of course. The first part, Chad Gable gives uh, Shane a German pin. Gable wins. Yay. One, two, three. So Kevin Owens obviously doesn't give a shit about $100,000. Mm-hmm. So, like, why even, why were you asking Shane? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. did you really think Shane was going to, like, resend the offer if you pinned, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those things. Like, it's either... It's just dumb of Kevin Owens. Yeah. It made him look really dumb. Either mm-hmm. he doesn't care about his family, he doesn't care about $100,000, or he just doesn't care. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you can tell Or he's he, dumb and doesn't know. Yeah, and I don't know if this was body, his... Uh, body language? Body language was... What are you doing? Was for real. Shane, Like, what? oh, I hate this crap. Shane, what? Or if he was playing the character of, oh, I, I really don't want to be put I in think position. I think he was put... He was, he was playing the character. Okay. And that's what I'm hoping. Uh, so then, um, let's see, Gable gives Shane, no, that was the first part of the match. After the match continues, Shane says it's a two out of three falls match, and KO's like, wait, he beat you, like, what? What are you, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Okay. And that's when KO starts favoring Shane, uh, with slow counts, um, so you see, like, okay, you think Shane's gonna win, he's gonna go to the finals. Um, then, uh, Shane gets a chair, KO tells him to get rid of it, Shane hands him the chair to, you know, put on the outside, because that's what refs do, they put the chairs on the mm-hmm. outside. Uh, that's when Gable goes after Shane with a ankle lock, which transitions into a knee bar. Well, did you, did you get the logic of that? Shane was trying to give him a nut shot while the referee was distracted? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, Kevin Owens has no control over this. Mm-hmm. Shane McMahon taps out to the knee bar, and even, you know, <laughs> KO didn't even call it. He didn't. He was just standing there like, <laughs> what? You tapped, buddy. He was like, oh, yeah, it was kind of like. the bell. Yeah, the, the ring announcer was probably like, oh, that's the bell. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I, I need to get back to the hotel, get take a shot. I don't know. I don't know. Greg Hamilton, right? Yeah. Uh, so Shane taps, and then he goes, then, uh, so Gable's going to the King Ring Finals next week on Monday Night Raw. After the match, um, you know, Shane McMahon does attack Kevin Owens and then proceeds to fire. 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 Oh. Fire. 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 Then he hits him with the microphone. Fired. Yeah, dude. So Kevin Owens is fired now. So, okay. What's this I hear about him going to NXT? Did you hear about this? I haven't. So I, was it on Twitter maybe? maybe Let me pull up their, their Twitter. So I heard um, something because, you know, I listen to Wrestling Observer Radio every day. And Brian Alvarez talking about Kevin Owens maybe sending out a tweet that was like three letters or three numbers. And the numbers represent the number in the alphabet mm-hmm. and they represent NXT. Who do you uh, think he is? Bray Wyatt? For real. Uh, let's see. Fight Owens. Fight. Oh, he has a cat as his, uh, as his emoticon. Aww. And he's following one person. So He's following one person? So that's his daughter and her friend, apparently. Uh, oh, 14-24-20. He sent out a tweet 19 hours ago. Yeah, that's NXT. The NXT. So um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, him and Cesaro headlining NXT. I'm down. Yeah. Uh, who does he follow? He follows one person. Who is it? Terry's. Oh, oh it's probably his Oh, it's his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Don't follow her. Don't be that weird person to follow yeah, people's yeah. wife or his mom. It looks like his mom. Okay. I don't want to say that's his, his mom and it turns out to be his wife. Yeah. I would feel bad. Really bad. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens with Kevin Owens. Maybe he'll, uh, maybe he'll, cru- he'll, he'll challenge for the cruiserweight title <laughs> in NXT. Who knows? Maybe he'll trim up a little bit and challenge for that. I or, don't know. I'm not super excited about Kevin Owens returning to NXT. No, he's a main roster guy all the way. I mean, now he is. Yeah. yeah. I never even felt decent with him in nxt to begin with like really? i when he was in there i was kind of like 
I never was a fan of it. Like he's never really to me been like, oh, the guy's fucking awesome. It's the he's always kind of been like, yeah, okay. It's the basketball shorts and the and the gym tank. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Because you know, it's just like cause I can be. You know, I can't be. I, I don't have his training. But like, if I wanted to get into his physique, I mean, that's like six months of training. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. So that about does it. That was SmackDown Live. That was a bunch mm. of news. Uh, you know, we're going to talk Clash of Champions. It'll be uploaded tomorrow. We're going to talk right after this, actually. And uh, exposing the business over there here. There you go. And Every day you got to do it at least once, huh? You know, got to do what I got to <laughs> do. That's, you know, that's my journalist, my journalistic integrity right there. All right. Okay. Because I'm letting people know exactly what's happening. I let it pass. So we'll see you tomorrow, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, uh, with our Clash of Champions prediction show, because we can't call it the prediction addiction anymore. F you Facebook for that. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, there you go. We'll see you tomorrow. Well, I'll also be back tomorrow afternoon with Michael Vergaro and the B show. Oh, you guys still do those? We still do those. We're going to talk NXT this week. Um, probably talk about the possible changes happening. Cause I know he's probably got a lot of thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I want to talk about blood sport two happening this weekend <laughs> because if, did you want Josh Barnett's blood sport? No. So Josh Barnett's blood sport took place during WrestleMania weekend. And what it is, it's a shoot slash work wrestling match. Hmm. It's kind of you remember Pancraze? Yeah, yeah, it's similar to that. Uh, there's no ropes on the ring, and these guys le- legit like fight. So it's like the movie Bloodsport. Yeah, um, the first year was Matt Riddle's Bloodsport, mm-hmm. and it was I think Matt Riddle versus Minoru Suzuki. The second year, or no, it was Matt Riddle versus um, who was it? Fucking uh, I forgot who was that one guy. Ellsworth was it Ellsworth. James Ellsworth? I think it was Ellsworth, yeah. Ellsworth versus like Matt Riddle for like some title. And um, the second year was Josh Barnett versus Minoru Suzuki. Mm-hmm. This year, they're actually going to have some women's matches involved. Nicole Savoy is facing Sienna. Mm. And so that's going to be a really good match. And, you know, I, one of my, you know, I'm not going to say friends, but one of my acquaintances here in the um, NorCal wrestling scene, J.R. Kratos, competed in the last Bloodsport. And I believe he's going back this time around. Too. Oh, cool. So, good luck, JR Kratos, and we're going to talk about that tomorrow on the B Show. Uh, for all of us here at City Wrestling Radio, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Jose Segura, and we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye bye.